Welcome to Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. Through the revelation of God's undeserved, unearned and unmerited favour, we are committed to helping you make better changes in life for life. Glory be to God and I'm super excited because today we are going to be dealing with three. Last week we were talking about the inward witness. Last week we were talking about the inward witness that was our concentration the inward witness if you can hear me just go ahead and say the inward witness the inward witness and uh, today we are moving a step uh, forward and today we're going to be tackling uh, the inward voice the inward voice pardon me the inward voice the inward voice uh, just go ahead and type in the comment section that today's subject is the inward voice last week it was the inward witness but today our concentration it is on the inward voice the inward voice and i'm super excited uh, that uh we are continuing to uh, grow ourselves in the word as the spirit of god continues to help us through the teaching of the word of god this morning so that we can come to a place where we can discern the voice of the holy spirit where we can discern the guidance of the holy spirit uh, in everything that we do in our lives you know the voice of god should not only be confined to a church building not only confined to a church gathering but the voice of guidance it should be part of your everyday life in everything that you do it is important that we continue to move following the voice of guidance at work you need the voice of guidance when you go to school when you're a student you need the voice of guidance when you're going for an interview you need the guidance the voice of guidance so when we talk about the voice of guidance it is not just pertaining to what i may call your spirituality or a spiritual life but this must pertain to every aspect of your life the voice of guidance it must be uh it must it must provide guidance to you in every area or every aspect uh, concerning your life so let's get into the word of god uh, this morning the voice of guidance and uh, we are on part number three and today we are dealing with the inward the inward voice the inward voice let me begin by just reminding you or laying the foundation from how god created you as a created being how god created us listen to me god created us as a three-part being meaning that you are created as a spirit being you are created as a spirit being who possesses a soul and yet you live in a body that is how god has created us he has created you as a spirit being who possesses a soul and yet you live in a body i want you to go ahead and type in the comment sec in the in the in the comment section that i am a spirit being who possesses a soul and yet i live in a body I am a spirit being who possesses a soul and I live in this physical body. Now, this is going to be of great importance because that is one of the most fundamental uh, foundations or primary things that you need to embrace and to understand in order for you to be able to discern the voice of guidance in everything that you do. Remember, you are a spirit being who possesses a soul and yet you live in a body now listen to me because this is going to be very very important to everything that i'm going to be sharing going forward your spirit 
the spirit part of you or the, the real you who is the spirit being possess or has a voice let me put it this way your spirit your human spirit the one who is created in the image of god your spirit man has a voice just like in the natural you have a voice i'm speaking i'm using a voice and therefore you are able to hear me as i'm speaking right now now your spirit man not the holy spirit but your spirit the one who is created in the image of god your spirit man has a voice and that voice the voice of your spirit is what is called conscience your spirit has a voice and that voice is what is called your conscience is also known in some circles as the still small voice the still small voice your voice your spirit i'm going to repeat this because i don't want to miss this if you miss this then you're going to miss the rest of the message that i'm going to be sharing your spirit the one who is created in the image of god has a voice in the very same way that in the natural you have a voice your spirit man has a voice and that voice is called conscience is also known as the still small voice the still small voice now what what that voice does what that voice which i'm calling the conscience what that voice does is that it provides an awareness that tells you whether what you have done or what you are about to do is right or wrong based on a standard already provided i know that's a big statement but let me just try and break it down your voice the voice of your spirit which is conscience provides an awareness that tells you whether what you have done or what you are about to do is right or wrong based on the standard already set or based on a standard that has already been provided your voice is the conscience and that voice provides an awareness that awareness that tells you whether what you are about to do or what you have just done is right or wrong based on a standard already provided so in other words your 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 spirit or your your your, your spirit man or the voice of your spirit is influenced by a standard that is already said provided your voice the voice of your spirit remember don't mix it with the voice of the holy spirit your voice your voice the voice of your spirit man is influenced by a standard that is already provided now when i talk about your born again spirit if your spirit has been regenerated if you accepted christ as your personal savior then the spirit man has been regenerated has been made new that's why paul says when a, when a man is in christ you are not a new creation behold the old is gone and the new has become now when i'm talking about regenerated spirit i'm talking about when you get born again your spirit man is regenerated now when your spirit man is re is regenerated he now needs to live or to conduct his life based on a standard of the spirit based on the standard 
of the Spirit. So in other words, or in, simple, in, in a simple sentence, your, ge- re- your regenerated spirit, your regenerated spirit receives direction, receives instruction from the Holy Spirit. I hope you're getting that. Your regenerated spirit, your born-again spirit, receives instruction from the Holy Spirit. That means the standard is the Holy Spirit. The standard is the Holy Spirit. Now, to put all this into context, let's go to the book of Genesis. In the book of Genesis, in the the creation account, we see God creating Adam and Eve and placing them in the Garden of Eden. Now, when God created them, he created them with the ability to hear God. But then what we see, God in, in, in communing or in fellowshipping with men, he began to set the standard upon which Adam and Eve have got to live. So we see God coming in and giving instructions. We see God coming in and is giving directives to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. So that became the standard upon which Adam and Eve began to know right from wrong. So remember, when they were tempted by the devil, and they yielded to that temptation, which is, which is called sin. When they yielded to that temptation, before God came in and told them that what you did is wrong, before God came in and said to them, you have committed sin by eating the forbidden tree, they knew already because the standard had already been set. The standard had already been given to them. So, by virtue of them going ahead and eating the forbidden fruit, they already knew that what they did was wrong. That is why you see them running away. That is why you see them now beginning to try to to make uh, clothing out of uh, the fig leaves. Why? Because their conscience told them that what you have done is wrong. Now remember, your spirit gets direction from God. Your born-again spirit receives instructions from God. So remember, the standard upon which you make your decisions is going to be very key when it comes to you following the voice of guidance. I I hope you can hear me and I really want you to, to flow with me. So your conscience judges between right and wrong. But its judgment is shaped or is influenced by a standard that is already provided. Now, let's, let's, let's just look at it from our children. I've got two kids in this house. Boy and a, a girl and a boy. Now, when I come to them, or when we are parenting them, we give them instructions. We tell them the right things and the wrong things. What we are doing is we are setting a standard for them. We are setting a standard for them to the point that even when I open the door and they are playing in the garden, when we are not there and we are busy doing our own things, that voice that we have been putting in them, showing them how to live, how to behave, how to play with each other, that voice becomes a standard upon which they make a decision. And I remember many other times, uh, either my daughter or my son will come to me and say, you know what, uh, my brother has done uh, something wrong to me. The ability for her to know right from wrong is based on a standard that we have already set for them. I hope you're following me. The ability for them to know that what my sister has done to me is wrong, it is based on a standard that we have already set for them. It's the same thing with our spirit man. 
your spirit man gets directives from the Holy Spirit. And that way, your, the, the, your conscience now is able to know right from wrong based on the directives or the instructions that is given by the Holy Spirit. And I, I, I'm praying that you're getting this because this is going to be very key for you in terms of discerning the voice of the Holy Spirit in everything that you do. So listen to me. As a believer, as a born-again child of God, your conscience must be shaped by the written word of God. Your spirit man, your spirit, the real you, must be shaped by the word of God. The real you must be influenced by the word of God. Now that is going to be very important when it comes to discerning the voice of the Holy Spirit. Why is that important? Because the written word of God is the work of the Holy Spirit. I want you to go ahead and type that in the comment section. The written word of God is the work of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to repeat that. Today, allow me, I'm going to try and slow down as much as I can because I really want you to get this. The written word of God is the work of the Holy Spirit. Go ahead and type that in the comment section. Go ahead and repeat that to somebody who is in the room with you. The written word of God is the work of the Holy Spirit. That is why when you come to 2 Peter chapter number 1, verse number 21, 2 Peter chapter number 1, verse number 21. 2 Peter chapter number 1, verse number 21. The writer says, For prophecy never came by the will of man. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. I hope you're seeing that on the screen. And I had to highlight the critical part. For prophecy never came by the will of man. But holy men of God, they spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. They, they only spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Now remember that everything that the holy men were speaking is what is contained, is what was recorded, is what is contained in what we're calling the written word of God. Everything that they spoke. They spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Remember, I'm saying to you, the written word of God is the work of the Holy Spirit. The written word of God is the work of the Holy Spirit. And all the prophets in the Old Testament, all the likes of Moses, all the likes of, uh, of Isaiah, all the likes of Ezekiel, all the likes of Daniel, not me, the one in the Bible, all the likes of Hosiah, all the likes of Joel, you know, they were writing as they were being moved by the Holy Spirit. They wrote as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. But listen to me, listen to how the New Testament puts that across now. Second Timothy chapter number 3, verse number 16. 2 Timothy chapter number 3, verse number 16, it says, All scripture is God-breath. All scripture is God-breath. In other words, it's given by inspiration. Who inspires is the Holy Spirit. Remember the previous verse. All godly men, they spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. But the New Testament, speaking about the same process, it says, All scripture is God-breath. And is useful for these four in these four areas. Is useful number one for teaching. Is useful for rebuke. 
is useful for correction and is useful for training in righteousness. Is useful for teaching, number one. Useful for rebuking, number two. Useful for correcting, number three. Is useful for training, number, uh, number four. That's training in righteousness. Training in righteousness. Now, that is very important for you to get. That is very important for you to get. Because when the Holy Spirit comes and is guiding you, He is going to be coming to teach you. He's going to be coming to correct you. He's going to come and uh, to be rebuking you. He's going to come and to train you in righteousness. But remember, the written word of God is the work of the Holy Spirit. The written word of God is the work of the Holy Spirit. Now, that is very, very important for you to understand. Why is this of great importance? Because your, your spirit man gets directives from the Holy Spirit. Your spirit man is influenced by the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit uses the written word to give or to set the standard. Oh, I'm excited this morning and, and I'm praying that it's coming to very well. The, the Holy Spirit influences your spirit. The Holy Spirit influences the human spirit. But at the same time, the Holy Spirit uses the written word, the one that he inspired, the one that he caused godly men to, to move and to write as he was inspiring them. He uses the very same word to guide you. He uses the very same word to teach you, to rebuke you, to correct you, and to train you in righteousness so that you can become thoroughly equipped or finished for every good work in your life every good work in your life so remember your spirit has a voice and that voice is what is called conscience so in other words or in simple words when you are born again and your spirit is getting the standard from the holy spirit and your human spirit is getting the standard from the word of god at that point when you are growing in the word and you are growing in following the leading of the Holy Spirit, your conscience can become a sure guide. Your conscience can become a safe guide in life. Remember, your human spirit has a voice. Your human spirit, your regenerated spirit has a voice. And when your human spirit is getting directives from the Holy Spirit, then your conscience at that point becomes a sure guide. Now, this is how the Holy Spirit also provides guidance to us. That is how the Holy Spirit provides guidance to us. That is how he provides guidance to us. And I, I like a man called Paul. Let's just use Apostle Paul as an example. There are many times that Apostle Paul writes and he says, you know what, what I'm communicating to you, my conscience is clear. My conscience is Christ so clear. Let's go to the book of uh, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter number 1, verse uh, number 12. 2 Corinthians chapter number 1, on verse number 12. 2 Corinthians chapter number 1, verse number 12. Now Paul is writing and he says, now this is our boast. In other words, this is our, our confidence. Our conscience testifies 
that we have conducted ourselves in the world and especially in our relations with you with integrity and godly sincerity we have done so relying not on worldly wisdom but on god's grace our conscience testifies to us why our conscience because our conscience is the voice of our spirit being and we are getting directives from the holy spirit therefore in terms of how we conducted ourselves our conscience is not condemning us rather our conscience is testifying is our witness <laughs> that how we conducted ourselves we conducted ourselves in this world and especially in our relations with you with integrity and godly sincerity we have done so relying not on our own culture not relying on a, on a faulty standard we did so by not relying on something that is not from god but we did so relying on god's grace upon our lives in other words we did so relying on the standard of god's grace upon our lives glory be to god glory be to god glory be to god so we see Apostle Paul, one of the great apostles, and he is confirming that when you are born again and you are allowing the Holy Spirit to guide you through the written word, your conscience can become a, a sure guide. Your conscience will testify that what I am about to do, what I have done, it is in line with the word of God. Your conscience will be able to guide you and to tell you whether what you are about to do what you have just done is in alignment, in alignment with the standard of the written word of God. Romans chapter number 9, verse number 1. You know what? I know you're in the comfort of your home, but make it a habit to open your scripture. Make it a habit to open your scripture in everything that you're doing. Let's go to Romans chapter number 9, verse, uh, verse number 1. Romans 9, verse number 1. The scripture says, speak the truth in Christ not in myself but I speak the truth in Christ I am not lying my conscience confirms it through the Holy Spirit can you see that that's a Paul Apostle Paul speaking he, he is not even saying the Holy Spirit is, is, is saying ABCD but he's saying I speak the truth in Christ I am not lying to you my conscience confirms it through the Holy Spirit in other words my human spirit is getting directives from the Holy Spirit. There is a witnessing, there is a confirmation, there is a testimony that what I'm telling you is not a lie. Even the Holy Spirit confirms that what I'm telling you is the truth. Why? Because his human spirit, his born again spirit has been regenerated and is getting directives from the Holy Spirit through the written word of God, which is the standard. Your conscience can become corrupted. Yes, I want you to get this. Your conscience can become corrupted. In other words, your voice can become corrupted in certain conditions. When you depart from the faith, when we depart from the faith, I think this is a bigger subject. When you depart from the faith, our conscience can become what the Bible writers called seared. Your conscience can become seared. In other words, it you can your, your conscience can become insensitive to the Holy Spirit. Let's, let's, let's break that up with the scripture. First 
Peter, first Timothy chapter number four, verse number one to two, it says, the spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such te teachings come through hypocritical liars whose conscience has, has been seared as with a hot iron. When a conscience has been seared as a hot iron. Now, what the scripture is talking about is referring to when your spirit man has become insensitive to the Holy Spirit. When your spirit man becomes insensitive, that's First Timothy chapter number 4, verse number 1 to 2. It is when your spirit becomes insensitive to the Holy Spirit. This happens when we depart from the faith. This happens when you depart from the faith. But the most common way when we be, for us to become insensitive, the most common way when many people become insensitive to the voice of guidance, it is through habitual sin. It is through habitual sin. It is through habitual sin. That way we can become insensitive to the spirit we can become insensitive to the directives that are coming to our spirit man when we continue to live in sin when we continue to live in sin how does this happen it happens number one when we continue to ignore the inward voice let me slow down and, and, and try to to emphasize this we become insensitive to the voice of guidance when we ignore the inward voice in other words when you go against your conscience when your spirit your spirit man is born again and he's telling you right from wrong but yet we choose to ignore the inward voice what happens we become insensitive the more you do that the more you do that again and again what happens you become insensitive to the voice of guidance you become insensitive to the promptings of the holy spirit we become insensitive to the directives of the holy spirit when we ignore the voice of conscience i'm sure you can agree with me if we can be very honest with each other how many times have you ignored the inward voice how many times have you ignored that the, the voice of conscience only to find yourself in a place when you're realizing that what I have done, I should not have done this. Where you know beyond any shadow of doubt that what I have done is wrong. The other side is also true. There are many times that you have paid attention to the voice of conscience, to, your, to, the, vo to the inward voice, and then you get it right. And you are so thankful, you are grateful to God, that thank God I listened to the voice. I listened to the inward voice puts you in a very good place it puts you on a place of advantage so listen to me it is very important in everything that you do that you pay attention to the inward voice to your conscience especially when you are born again and your spirit man is being shaped by the standard of the written word of god if your spirit man is being shaped by the standard of the written word, written word of God, and, and, and your spirit man is getting directives, is getting instructions from the written word of God, listen to me, your conscience can become a sure guide. That is one of the most common ways 
the Holy Spirit provides the voice of guidance. He's, it's more like he's not coming directly to your outward man, but he's coming to your spirit man. He gives instructions to your spirit man, and your spirit man provides the voice to you. It's like you're speaking to yourself concerning the right or the wrong. It's like you're talking back to yourself. But the standard of right and wrong is coming from the written word of God. That is why it is important when it comes to hearing the voice of God. You cannot do so. You cannot develop in hearing the voice of God without the word of God. Without the written word of God. So number one, I'm saying to you, we become insensitive when we ignore the inward voice. The second way that we become insensitive, it is when we continue disobey the written word of God. It is when we continue to disobey the written word of God. It is when we continue to disobey the written word of God. We become insensitive to the voice of guidance. That is where we find ourselves in danger. That is why we find ourselves in wrong places most of the times. It is when we continually disobey the written word of God. Now listen to me. You cannot continue to disobey the written word of God and expect to be led by the Holy Spirit. You cannot continue to disobey the written word of God and expect to be led by the Holy Spirit. You cannot continue to ignore the inward voice and still continue to expect to be led by the Holy Spirit. In order for you to grow in your sensitivity to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, to the voice of, uh, of the Holy Spirit, and to your inward voice who is getting directed from the Holy Spirit, it is important to become intentional when it comes to obeying the written word of God. Remember, the written word of God is the work of the Holy Spirit. Remember, the written word of God, <laughs> remember the written word of God is the work of the Holy Spirit. So don't expect to be led by the Holy Spirit if you are living in, in disobedience to the written word of God. The moment we go in different directions with the written word of God, you know what? We become insensitive to the voice of guidance. And I'm here to encourage you this morning. And I'm here to implore you by the message of God. I'm here to charge you by the message of God this morning. That as a born again believer, as a Christian, your conscience must be shaped by the written word of God. Your conscience, your, your inward voice, it must be shaped, it must be influenced by the Holy Spirit through the written word of God. I've, I've heard so many times where the Holy Spirit comes and he doesn't, he doesn't give you a sentence. But sometimes he just gives you just, uh, just a verse. He just drops a verse in you. But listen to what following the voice of guidance does. You don't ignore that. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You have to quickly go to the scripture. Open the scripture. Read the scripture. The more you obey the word, the more you follow the directives, the, 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 the more the revelation comes to you. The more the Holy Spirit begins to open up and he begins to, to, to align that scripture to a particular situation in your life. It's going to demand from us to obey the written word of God. I don't know how I can emphasize this. You know, I'm not going to say anything more more than what I've already said. That is enough for you to grow in discerning the voice of guidance in your life. 
that is enough for you to grow in, in, in becoming sensitive to the voice of guidance. Remember, the word of God is the standard. In the very same way, I myself, as a parent, I set the standard to my children. And that standard is the basis on which Shammai and Shalom are able to know right from wrong. So as a born-again believer, I know right from wrong because the standard is the word of God. The moment we take away the word of God in our lives, the moment we take away the word of God in everything that we do, guess what we're doing? We are removing that which enables us to know right from wrong. Here's the good news. <laughs> I'm just going to share this as the Spirit of God reminded me. When Jesus was talking about the promise of the Holy Spirit, one of the key statements he says, he says, when the Holy Spirit shall come, he shall remind you everything that I've taught you. He shall remind you everything that I've taught you. So remember, everything that Christ spoke is in the written word of God. So when the Holy Spirit comes and is providing guidance to us, what does he do? He reminds us what Christ said. Where do we find what Christ said? We find it in the written word of God. And that the written word of God is the standard for the spirit man. The written word of God is the standard for the spirit man. The written word of God is the standard for the spirit man. The moment you take away the word of God, you are removing the standard upon which the Holy Spirit uses to guide you in knowing right from wrong, in knowing left from right, in knowing yes from, from, from no. So listen to me. The second way that the Holy Spirit provides the voice of guidance to you and me, it is through the inward voice. It's through the inward voice. And remember I said, the, the spirit man has a voice. And that voice is what is called conscience. That voice is what is called conscience. That voice is what is called conscience. So when the Holy Spirit comes and begins to guide you, he gives instructions to your spirit man. And your spirit man has a voice. He speaks. So the moments where you, it's like you're talking to yourself. It's like you're receiving instructions from yourself. Pay attention to those moments. Especially when you're at a place where you, you want to make a decision. And you're not sure whether what you're about to do is right or is wrong. Pay attention to the inward voice. Pay attention to the inward voice. That is why it is important in your life. I think it's Psalm chapter number 40, uh, verse number 6 or 16, if I'm not mistaken. It says, be still and know. <laughs> be still and know that I'm God. In other words, he's saying, be still and recognize my, 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 my guidance to you. Take a pause. Don't rush when you're making decisions. Take a moment to pay attention to the inward voice. Pay attention to take notice of what the voice of conscience is saying to you. Because when you are born again and the standard of your life is the word of God, the Holy Spirit will give directives to your born again spirit. And your human spirit is going to say that back to you. Very important in your life. Very important when it comes to discerning the voice of guidance in our lives. So here is your assignment for this week. In everything that you're going to do for this week, 
I want you to begin to pay attention to the inward voice. I want you to begin to practice to pay attention to the inward voice. You know what? You're going to be amazed at how, how much the Holy Spirit has been longing to talk to you. You're going to be amazed at how much the Holy Spirit has been so eager to provide guidance to you. How much has been so eager to direct you. Very, very important in your life. So for this week, I want you to make this decision. That is for me. I'm going to begin to practice to pay attention to the inward voice your conscience, your human spirit. I want you to begin to pay attention. And one person might say, so pastor, what is the difference between my conscience and the conscience of somebody who is not born again? The difference is that one who is not born again, they are not getting directives from the Holy Spirit. They are not sensitive to the Holy Spirit. But as for you and me who are born again, we are sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Remember John 10 verse number 27, my sheep hear my voice. There is a mechanism in you in how God has created you and you in Christ. There's, God has made it possible for you sensitive to his voice, to be able to hear his voice and also to follow that voice. And remember, when Jesus was talking to the disciples, he says, even when the Holy Spirit shall come, he is not only going to guide believers, but he shall also convict the world of sin he shall convict them of judgment number two and he shall also convict them of righteousness how does one who is not born again gets to a point of being born again it's the work of the holy spirit but as for you as a believer he does not come to convict you of sin he comes to guide you into all truth he comes to guide you into all truth. He comes to guide you into all truth. He comes to guide you into all truth. So here's your assignment for this week. Life said, begin to practice to pay attention to the inward voice. Number one, very important. Number two, make it an intentional decision to have the weight of God as standard. <laughs> make it intentional that you have the word of God, the written word of God as the standard upon which you know right from wrong. Remember the Holy Spirit will use the word of God. The Holy Spirit will use the written word of God to tell you whether what you're about to do is right or is wrong. So number one, pay attention to the voice of guidance. Pay attention to the inward voice. And number two, make it a lifestyle in your life to make sure that the word of God is the standard upon which you build your life. Let the word of God become the standard upon which you conduct yourself in this world. And when you do that, whatever you're going to do, your conscience is going to come and testify or witness that what you are doing is in alignment or is, 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 is in alignment with the Holy Spirit. So Church of the Living God, the second and most common way that the Holy Spirit provides the voice of guidance, it is through your born again spirit to be more specific it is through the voice of your born again spirit which is what we're calling conscience very important it might sound so simple it might sound so obvious to you but listen to me the difference is in you applying the word the difference maker is in you applying the word 
making it a point that every day when you wake up in the morning, you are conscious, you, are, you pay attention to the inward voice, number one, and you are building your life on the standard of the written word of God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I want us to go before the Lord and pray over the next few minutes. Let's just ask the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit help me. Perhaps there are many times that you were trying to talk to me, but I was ignoring it because I did not understand. I didn't know how you were trying to communicate to me. I didn't know how you communicate to me. But as from this day, I'm drawing a line. I'm going to pay attention to the inward voice and I'm going to build my life on the standard of the written word of God. I'm going to build my life on the standard of the written word of God. So help me, Holy Spirit. I'm making this decision today. I want you to help me. I want you to guide me. This is how the Holy Spirit guides us in so many decisions in our life. This is how He guides us even when you're buying a house. This is how He guides us even when you're making decisions whether you need to go somewhere or you need to go somewhere. This is how He guides us whether you're making a decision to go to a certain party or not. Listen to the inward voice. Listen to the inward voice. I'll just give you one testimony that one of, my, one of my friends was sharing. He was planning to go somewhere. And then, as he paid attention to the inward voice, the inward voice told him, don't go. He continued to say, don't go. There was no explanation. There was no, there was no detail as to why I should not go. From a human point of view, everything seemed good for him to go. But the Holy Spirit said, don't go. Sit, don't go. And he delayed. And he delayed to go. He did not go. Only to realize that where he wanted to go, something dangerous happened. Only to realize that where he wanted to go, there was a problem that was going to affect his entire life. Last Friday, we're doing a Bible study and we're talking about how the Holy Spirit guides us. And I remember one of our sisters sharing and saying the other day, she woke up in the morning as, as usual, as she was planning to go to work to go to work the normal way where you drive to work but that particular day the holy spirit said don't go by car don't drive to work don't drive to you know the explanation the cloud is, is crystal clear everything from a human point of view from a human mind point of view everything is crystal clear that i can drive to work it's a normal day but she listened to the voice but she paid attention to the inward voice guess what happened she, she went by train only to realize that later on during the day, it snored so heavily to the point that a lot of drivers were stuck on the motorway. A lot of drivers were stuck in the motorway. And this is the situation that she was going to find herself in. But listen to me, because she paid attention to the inward voice without so much detail, without so much instructions. But she paid attention and the bigger picture came as a result of obedience. So let's go before the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit, guide me. Help me to be sensitive to your leading. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you this afternoon. Thank you for providing. Thank you for tuning into Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. To interact with us, please visit our website at afmimmiltonkeens.org or follow us at Ebenezer Fellowship AFMIM on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also interact with Pastor Danny on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
For easy access, the links are in the description.